Welcome back to another episode of the Heart and Home podcast. We actually kind of just decided that we're going to maybe wrap up our season with this episode. We just would love for you guys to, you know, give us some feedback. Let us know if this is something you want us to keep doing. We sure enjoy it, but it is it is a lot of work. I mean, podcasts are not, you know, to, to be um, on on time every week. That's a, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, scheduling is definitely hard. And coincidentally, this episode is about overthinking and feeling overwhelmed. And I think mostly we're wrapping up the season a tad early because I'm just feeling a tad overwhelmed. So, you know, it just, I think is par for the course with where, you know, the stage I'm at in my life right now, which is, you know, when I, when we were sitting down at the table today, I said to Shannon, um, I'm sorry, I feel like this is mostly me that is the problem here. And and she said, you know, this is just the stage of life that you're in. Yeah. And I appreciate that because I can try as hard as I can to make things work, but it's, I can't get out of this stage of life until I'm out of it. Right. You know, so it's a phase of life. And for any of you listening that have little kids at home, you totally get it. I mean, my youngest, she's going to be 10 here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole different like ball game, you know, but when you have little ones, you have them pulling at you. There's a lot more to do. One area in my life where I am feeling a little overwhelmed right now, it might not be in parenting, but for me, it's my career. So, and you, I know you know this, I've shared this with you. Um, I am in the process of trying to decide what I'm going to do because I have, um, uh, a lot going on with my blog and with writing. I have my second book kind of going into production right now. And um, recently I left my full-time job in dentistry as a recruiter to kind of make a decision about, you know, which direction do I want to go? Do I want to, you know, simultaneously be working on my, my own stuff and um, then also be, you know, have a career full-time I, I, dental hygiene is really where I kind of started out my career in dentistry and it gives me a lot of flexibility because I can pick up hours. I can work kind of around my, my own schedule and it's not like a full time. It doesn't have to be a full time 40 hour, I should say 40 plus hour a week job, um, like my, my previous job. So I think that, um, you know, I'm just trying to make decisions right now and what's going to work best. And, you know, I know it'll all come together, but that, that part's been overwhelming for me. So I'm trying to to do that. So I think this is probably really a good idea for us to just take a little step back and just, you know, we'll come back to it. I mean, podcasting is something we're both passionate about. We love this. We want to do this for sure. And we know that there's people that want us to continue. So we will, but, um, yeah, you're not alone as far as the, the overwhelmed part right now. And then the other topic I know we're going to touch on here today is, um, overthinking. I wanted to start with this one because I, I know that between the two of us, like this definitely mostly applies to me, I feel like, but I know we both have this tendency a little bit. Um, I, so I did a little reading on this because I wanted to have all my ducks in a row before we had this podcast. And I read that um, overthinking is actually a learned behavior. It's not something, you know, that we're born with, I guess, so to speak. So, um, and I find that kind of actually kind of interesting. So it's like, okay, what was it in my childhood or whatever, you know, that growing up, I felt this need to like overanalyze, overthink every situation. And I'm sure that some of it does take me back to losing my dad and, and the trauma of that. But, um, yeah, I, I overthink definitely, um, just all scenarios, probably more than need be. And 
it's, it's not an easy thing when you do this because I feel like a lot of times, um, for me anyway, I just tend to think the worst <laughs> of every situation and then it just creates me like massive anxiety for no reason at all. And so I'm trying to unlearn the behavior of overthinking. The one area I struggle with overthinking is my relationships with people. I always wonder like, like if somebody doesn't text me back, for example, which I don't know why I do that because I am the worst at texting people back because of the phase of life I'm in. I read a text message and then I'm doing something with, you know, my toddler and I lose track of it, but I am always like, oh, why didn't, are they mad? What did I do? Mm-hmm. And then I start obsessing about like, what you know, what was the last interaction I had with them? Did I say something wrong? And so I think that is where I struggle most. And I don't know why, because I have great friends and really solid relationships. And, you know, I, I'm not perfect. Um, but I think I, I do a good job at, you know, being good to my friends and and family and stuff. So I don't know why I spiral so much with that, but I do overthink, um, like silence from my friends. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely an area too, for me, I think for me, I don't have certain areas that I overthink. I probably just kind of overthink everything too much. <laughs> I overthink overthinking. <laughs> um, like, for example, and it, I even in this article I was reading, it was saying too that um, you don't do well in an emergency mm-hmm. or you overthink things too much when accidents, things like that happen. And my husband will tell you that it's 100% <laughs> accurate because I... Well, I freeze a little mm-hmm. bit. As I'm saying this, people are like, okay, I hope that an accident like never happens. <laughs> but I think that my whole thing is that I just, yeah, I'm like, well, what should I do? You know, in this scenario, it's probably a good thing I ended up not being an EMT or something. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I yeah, I want to know the appropriate steps to take. And I do, I freak, I like just kind of clam up. So that's really funny to me, just remembering the story of your daughter, like hitting her head and <laughs> you like calling an ambulance and your husband yeah. rushing home. And so that's, yeah, I could see, I've not, I've never really witnessed you in a true emergency, luckily, but I have a feeling you probably overthink your performance too. Like, I bet you do better than what you think. You probably go back and analyze it and say, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z. So like, you probably do better than what you think. Um, I think in emergencies, it's just the nurse in me. I'm pretty like analytical about things, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty good in emergency. Knock on wood. I feel like I shouldn't even say this out loud or put it in the universe. I've never been in like a true like catastrophic emergency um, outside of work but um i think i would do okay <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago and i think i told you about this my husband was um he was trying to hold one of the horses by her halter and yes and the finger she, thing yes the finger <laughs> thing. So, and she just like jerked her head really really hard and his wedding ring got stuck yes in the halter and um he pulls his hand out and he doesn't see his ring and his ring was still on, but it had gotten like embedded in his finger, which sounds painful. It was painful and it, and it looked horrible. He comes running in the barn and 
thankfully we had our one one of our sons were there and he helped us in the situation because I was like we need to get you to the hospital we need to cut that ring off because his finger was of course like swelling yeah like crazy and I'm just all I can think is that it's going to cut off the circulation and like he's going to lose his whole hand <laughs> you know, I'm just like and so but our um, son actually looked it up real quick and was like just wrap some floss around your finger like really really tight and it's going to like shrink your finger down and it's going to hurt but you know you're going to get that ring right off and mm-hmm. it totally worked and I'm like okay next time breathe google you yeah. know but I mean I just yeah I'm like we gotta go to the ER <laughs> to be fair though um that actually might have been something I would have went to the ER for well we didn't know if his finger was broken yeah I mean you know and to be honest he probably could have used a couple stitches in that yeah situation. I he's got a scar on his finger doesn't he I feel like I he mean, showed yeah. me yeah. but it was still healing but. Yeah, it's taken a little while for, um, he's, he put the ring back on way before he should have. I'm like, what? Your finger is still feeling, but anyway, Men. so I know. Um, but yeah, that was just another example of, you know, I guess that was more panic than overthinking, but. Um, I don't think so. I think overthinking and panic are probably in the yeah. same, in the same category. So I'm sure a little bit of this goes to the trauma of like me losing my dad, because I think about like. I remember that night when I found out and I remember, you know, kind of going through the motions of like just this intense panic. Right. And, um, feeling the need to kind of run, um, was was just kind of like, and I just remember, I don't know. I think I was really, I was actually overthinking everything in that moment about like, when was the last time I talked to my dad and Mm -hmm. should I have, should I have answered the phone? And I, did I miss his call? And, you know, could I have done something different? And yeah. I, I mean, that's probably a little bit of where I learned Absolutely. the behavior. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm guessing. No, I think overthinking is definitely a habit that we form. Like that is, mm-hmm. that's a learned behavior. And I think that a lot of our habits and behaviors come from trauma. And that was a huge trauma in your, in your childhood, you know? So I think that it could definitely have a lot to do with, many parts of your mental health, mm-hmm. you know, that losing, losing your dad, especially in the way that you did, it's hard not to obsess how you could have like changed that outcome. And that, that right there is overthinking, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, that's not something that you should be thinking about, but right. sometimes you just get trapped in that. And I think overthinking can cause a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Because again, you kind of almost create these scenarios in your head, like that, like you were saying about relationships, you know, thinking that your friend is mad at you and you don't even know what you did wrong. And like, they're probably totally fine. You guys are fine. There's Mm -hmm. no issue. And you've created this issue now, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like so unnecessary. Yeah. My daughter asked me the other day what anxiety was. And the best explanation I could come up with was that you're like you're worrying about things that you really don't need to be worried about. I mean, and that's overthinking, right? Like you're, you're thinking about things that really you don't need to be thinking about. Like mm-hmm. you're putting too much effort and time into something, you know, processing it in your head when it's not, you're making it a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. So that's really anxiety and overthinking are probably very much the same thing. Yeah. They go hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as we um, as we unexpectedly wrap up season two, <laughs> um, are there any 
And I'm asking you, Ashley, but I know like our listeners can also offer us. Oh, we're not going to let them dial in. I right mean, now. Can, yeah, dial in. Call <laughs> one. Uh, line two, we're going <laughs> to. Diana. <laughs> oh, so um, are there any, like, what do you feel like we could cover on like our next season that we haven't already touched on? I mean, mental health is so broad. Yeah, it is so broad. And I think, um, I knew that before this podcast, but I I find myself surprised by how easy it is to come up with a topic Mm -hmm. to talk about because it's, it's so, it is so broad. Um, So yeah, I think that there's many things that we can cover. You know, there's, I think that there's some things in like kids mental health that we can dive into more specifically um, to like their age groups and stuff. Yeah. Also, um, you know, I work in a field that it's been a wild couple years to be mm-hmm. a nurse. Um, and so I think it would be cool to talk about like, I mean, and you're, you know, in a very kind of healthcare related field as well. And so maybe we could talk about um, mental health in the workplace. Like, oh, that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I, it's funny because I don't think people really know exactly what I do for a job because I don't really talk about it much, but um, so I was a dental hygienist for many years and then I actually went into kind of more of a leadership operational role and did some like doctor recruiting and stuff. I'm actually going back to dental hygiene. I'm really excited about this. Um, scared a little, but oh. <laughs> excited. I miss the chair, like face-to-face interaction with patients. Yeah. And that's what I went back. That's what I went to school for in the first place you yeah. know, was to meet people and and help people. And so I'm going to do a little bit of that in addition to continuing to write and do my blog. And so Mm -hmm. that's like the next phase for me in my career. That's cool. I think it's funny when you just said, go back to the chair, because in nursing, we say, go back to the bedside. Oh, yeah. But I don't care. (laughs) Or in uh, dental stuff, I guess it's the chair. It's the chair. Yep. (laughs) The chair. Yep. So, well, thank you guys for joining us in this season again. And, you know, I hope we've hit on some topics that you're interested in hearing. And as always, let us know if we're missing something, if there's something more we can be diving into. We'll be looking for more guests to to come on our show. I know Mm -hmm. we have one that has, um, we have a listener that actually has been wanting to be a guest. So hopefully we can bring her on in season three. Just not sure when season three is going to take off. (laughs) We need to. Need to get you through your phase a little first, I think. Yeah, I mean, and again, I said it's so easy to come up with topics, but like we want to make sure that we're talking about relevant topics that people want to hear about. Like we can't talk every single week about the things that plague me and Shannon. So if, yeah, if you have something like specifically that you want us to touch on, then let us know. Yeah, sounds good. Well, have a great summer. We'll be back. Sometime soon. Sometime soon. Sometime. We'll we'll be seeing you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for these two seasons of the Heart and Home podcast. We are so happy to be here with you guys, and we love talking about mental health and all the different ways that we can help other people who may struggle with one area of mental health in their life. So please let us know if there's any topics we can touch on that maybe you feel are personal to you. We're also looking for more guests on our show, so always keep that in mind. If you know of someone that might wanna be a guest, let us know. And while we take this break, please take a listen to our previous episodes if you've missed one and share them with a friend. 
and the more awareness we can bring to mental health, the better off we'll all be. Thank you so much and enjoy this time and we'll be back soon.